Welcome to episode, I believe, 97 of the Glider CEO Podcast. I am your host, Mark Michael. Between meetings, it is 11.51 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, broadcasting to you live from a gray Seattle day from DevHub HQ. wanted to hop on here, and I really enjoyed the podcast I did yesterday, even though it was a little bit of a rambling mess, and also realized that I'm that much closer to 100 Episode. So this episode is called The Land of No. I don't know Land of No. I was never uh, the best athlete, that's for sure. Um, and, I mean, I come to realize now at 38 that it's because I just never practiced, you know. Um, I think the, probably the closest sport that I was decent at ever was tennis. Um, but it was, it didn't even feel like practice. It just, just truly, truly enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, somewhere along the line though, when someone told me something is not possible, it, it fires me up in a way that like, huh, they really don't think I can do this thing. Whether they actually mean that or, it doesn't it doesn't matter but all i need is someone to tell me something's not possible or it's weird or you know i don't know just something that's like puts doubt in i don't know my mind or their mind i don't know whose mind it's in it makes me go for let me give an example so earlier this year pre-pandemic obviously sorry i had an incoming call to f that up anyway somewhere at the beginning of this year i wanted to get my pilot's license and you know, again, like most things, I kind of tell people, hey, I'm thinking about getting my pilot's license, I'm getting my pilot's license. And I had basically, I would say, nine out of 10 people I told, you know, close friends, family, whatever, were like, you should totally do it. That's awesome. And I just, I was like, not interested in doing the thing. You know, like, I need someone to tell me like, no, or that's not possible or what. Now, let me tell you, one of the biggest deals we have at DevHub, uh, we had at that time a uh, someone working here who has told me like, just stop. They are not interested in buying DevHub products. They never will. And I just refuse to believe it, you know, and and it is weird. It's a weird like, I don't know if you call it, it's a weird balance between being psycho and not, you know, at least my definition. And even I know what's too much. And, but it was just this, it, the company was just too perfect, was just too, too, too perfect for them not to be a customer of ours. Uh, but again, this person, you know, who we brought in that we respected at the time, at least was like, nah, they'll never buy from you. They're, you know, whatever, whatever. Obviously, sure enough, we did close that deal. Until today is probably this. At now, it's a little different. They are still a top five customer, um, but came in at such the right time because one of our number one customer started to go uh, down a little bit, and so it was just it was so perfect timing. And so, I don't know who again. I really don't know who the audience of this is. Sometimes I think it's just friends and family. Sometimes I think it's just people curious because what the hell is Glider CEO? And I don't know who needs to hear this. Um, And I credit a lot of this to my parents. But, you know, that when someone puts that doubt in you that you can do something, 
I don't know how to tell you that it should be firing you up if it puts you in a weird mood like oh they're probably right I'm not the right person for that or whatever like oh god I don't know who you're hanging out with and it's hard it's hard you know like when people like all the cliches in life start to make sense right keep your enemies close your friends closer whatever it is or keep your enemies close and your friends closer whatever the enemies one is you know it's lonely on top like a lot of those things all just start to make sense because like you start to go you start to experience things like lately and again some of it spurred on by the pandemic 98 percent of my time is dev hub i i love this company i love what we do i love where we're going i love just I love who we work with. I love our customers. I just I love it. I love I love who our shareholders are. I love it. I love it. That took thirteen years to love, by the way. And I and I love tech. I love the tech landscape. I love the landscape we play in and the marketing technology side of this whole thing. Life after DevHub or life as DevHub matures. Uh, you know, I want to do something in the art world and I want to do something in hospitality. And Lately, the thing that I've been telling people that I want to do is I want to buy the Wynn Hotel. Now, if there's any hesitation on the Wynn Hotel, me saying that is because... Oh, someone here? No. Uh, is because I don't know what tourism and hospitality does look like in the future. Obviously, the way I always romanticized about it was you know no different than we all experienced pre-pandemic. Right, it's like you go to Vegas, you you know, you go to prop, you go to hotels, you check in, like you're just you're doing things all the time, uh, you know, music venues, and I wanted to own all of it because I just feel like I know what that hotel experience is like. I know what a music venue should be like. I know the guest experience, what that should be like, and I want to own that entire thing. And what's crazy. In a weird way, I wanted to also own the movie theater, you know, but I, I don't think I want to do that anymore. But I do think there is a place for those things in a more boutique sense. I'm one of those people that believes in the next five, ten years, if you live at least in a city and you own an actual car, like it's like owning a horse, you know, when people come visit you from outside the city, you know, like, where do I park my horse I mean, that's literally what I think about because I think the transportation system or whatever you would call it is going to be so efficient where they're like, if you want a car, it's every two minutes almost, maybe five minutes max at any given time. And it's totally autonomous, no driver, no nothing. And it's just, they're just roaming the streets. In a weird way, it's like hot tub time machine, the second one. I do believe that it is like they use hop in go and it's like it's strictly transportation um i do think there will be brands within that like oh i only ride blank and i only ride blank you know um but nonetheless and getting back to the you know land of no it's like obviously when i tell you i want to own the wind hotel or i want to i have this huge you know idea for hospitality or my art the art stuff that i would want to do and it's just like people are just like like they just it's either one too big for them to fathom because of their own micro dreams, you know, that they've never realized, you know? Uh, and so again, like 
the land of no, I used to, I'm not going to say I hated it, because I, I feel like it always motivated me, but lately, again, as I've gone through things, uh, the land of no is the greatest land you can ever live in, because from that land are the springboard of your dreams, you know, and I don't know if that's cheesy if that's the way that came across, but again, I don't care even though I do care is why I brought it up see like do you hear that like that's all so human there is no plan when I hit record besides a topic you know but I'm not scared to record and put out the podcast you know what I mean like again there's a little bit of doubt it's like ugh, you know who is this really for and whatnot and again the best way I can tell a story and I don't think I'm a great storyteller but the best way I can tell the story of what's happening in this one human's life named Mark Michael is to share it on all the formats that are easily available on my phone. This is being recorded on my phone. No special mic, no special script, no special nothing. It's being syndicated to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I mean, all of them easily, 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 easily. Uh, right off of my phone posting to social same thing you know and it's and it's really what I'm doing in this whole thing is just documenting kind of what I'm actually living you know with no fluff and what I hope in aggregate someone gets to see oh it is a daily thing oh it is a I'm not crazy thinking those thoughts things because I'm telling you as they're happening this isn't a canned kind of interview uh, you know format where I'm saying the same lines over and over maybe I am saying the same lines over and over but again like an interview where I'm trying to look good for PR reasons for our company and whatnot no this is my personal thing and I my biggest disclaimer to this podcast is my opinion is subject to change every second and I don't feel wrong about that either so living in the land of no when someone tells you something is not possible, you should go reach deep down inside of yourself and be like, one, F this person. <laughs> Two, I'm going to do it anyway because I actually care more than the, I'm either showing this person and whatnot. And three, I want to know for myself if I can actually pull this off. You know? And so, I mean, there used to be this graphic. I'm going to try to think of it right now. There used to be this graphic in elementary school. It was like, I can is 80%. I will is, I think, 90%. I can, I, yeah, I can is 80%. I will is 90%. And I did equals 100%. Actually, you know what? It's, it's not. It's I tried is 90%. I will is 80%. I can is 70%. And I think it goes on from there. I can't is 60%. And I won't was like an F. And I don't know why. I mean, I remember that in like, it had to have been second grade or something in that realm. And it just was in the back of the room by the drinking fountain or sink or whatever it was and said like I did is 100% I tried is 90% I will 
is 80%, I can is 70%, I can't is 60%, and I won't is an F. And that's always stuck with me. And so to my friends out there listening, hey buddies, how are you doing? If you're listening to this podcast, you already know. Every answer is already inside of you. You know, and and if you needed this podcast to remind you again, thank you. I mean, I don't know if it's a thank you from me to you or you to me or what it is, but it's just a thank you. It's like, yeah, you're right. I got to go. I got to do the thing. I got to do the thing. I got to do the thing. Life, and again, I'm, I'm 38. I don't know. I feel life now. I never felt it in my 20s. I feel it now. Um, life is moving fast. We are flying through space right now. Like, it's too precious to be miserable in the thing that you're doing. You know, and if you hate and it sucks. Well, I have bills to pay. I don't want to just like, you know, do interiors or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, it's hard. You know, it's hard. And, and I get it. Patience too. Patience too. Like you do need to do the career or job that you're in right now because you want to make a little bit of money so you can do the thing on the side. But you better have started that thing on the side. I don't have time to start that thing on the side. If anything, this pandemic has showed that we all have time. We really do have the time. You know, the part, the problem with it is, you know, like pre this pandemic, I was like, I knew I was so certain of my life, right? Like I knew I loved going to work. I loved coming home. And the days were just jam-packed, right? Wake up at 4.30, 5 a.m., go to spin, you know, uh, what's it called? Get ready in the morning, check emails, go to the office, have coffee with my business partner, you know, see the team, try to work deals, move things forward, get home 5, 6, 7 o'clock, whatever time, you know, uh, what's it called? Do piano for two hours or an hour every day day try to squeeze art in there the same day eat dinner with my parents three four five six times a week like all of it was so certain and i was loving it and then the pandemic hit i had i had almost no desire to do any art and i almost had no desire to play any music the only reason i did either was because i forced myself to go get canvases because i believe art and artists a lot of them, not all of them, because there's, I think there's some fakes out there, but an artist to me is someone that's pulling something from their mind and putting it out into the world, right? Like when you're seeing, you're seeing a glimpse of someone's mind, you know, that they're calling artwork or art or whatever. And so, and so like, I don't, I refuse to paint to paint, like every stroke on that fucking canvas, every glue, you know, of a magazine, every sketch or doodle is all from the mind. Like there's no, like I put it there just to create art, just to create art. Fuck no. Well, I mean, not at least not for me. And so, um, and then same with music. The The only reason I even did music when I'm only doing like what, two, three hours a week practice. And I was doing almost five, I mean, some weekends I was playing three hours, four hours a day. Uh, I just I kept my piano teacher, so I self-taught for about a year plus, just YouTube and apps and stuff. Then after that, I got a teacher, 
and she's just been fucking awesome. And, you know, she's kept me on like a two day a week thing, typically on the weekend ish. And sometimes during the week, it just depends on what the two days are. And that's the only reason I've been putting in even two hours a week. And so, um, you know, I don't know what, I don't know how that came up, but basically it's, you know, that forcing yourself to do the thing. Like if I'm going to do art, if I'm going to do hospitality, even doing the whole bungalow in Arizona thing, I mean, that was from the idea that I want to do hospitality and why would I be waiting? And so I feel like some of the energy from art and music went to creating that, that other piece. Um, because again, to me, that was always going to come third. Hospitality is going to come third and I needed to get my foot in with something. And so playing with the short-term rental, uh, world down there has been just such an eye opener. I mean, you know, guests steal towels. Like, isn't that crazy? I mean, and again, maybe in a big hotel, the impact of two towels out of 68 to 3,000 rooms or 15,000 rooms is not a big deal, you know, because it's being made up elsewhere in the business. But when the business, aka, is just one single kind of property ish, three rooms, you know, and someone steals two towels and you bought the best towels you can possibly buy. I mean, you feel that like that affects actually the bottom line of how much that property can actually make. And so it's just interesting, um, the dynamic of that. And again, I would have never learned that should I have not done that thing. And so it's like constantly pushing myself forward. And the biggest motivator for Arizona, and this is for my brother-in-law, shout out. One of them, one, we had a team down there, which obviously makes everything a lot easier. But then two, my brother-in-law just kept, you know, Oh, it's not possible. You're not going to fucking do Arizona, dude. There's no way you're going to do Arizona. It's like, I already made up my mind. Like, But thank you for saying no, because obviously that pushed me to do it anyway uh, and confirmed that I wanted to do it. But it's just, I just, you sometimes you just need that, you know, that that no to motivate you. So again, for the buddies out there, when you hear the word no, that should basically signal a a time to move, you know, things forward. Like, <laughs> so we made an offer on this other place. I just got a text right now in real time. And I just refuse to kind of come off that price. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we'll go up now as I recorded this podcast. <laughs> okay. Land of no, love it, you know, and it's not no is yes. I'm talking about no in terms of ideas and whatnot. <laughs> and so uh, have a great rest of the week. Know that you can basically do everything and everything starts with a domain name. Seven bucks, commit to it. Get a logo, Fiverr for five bucks. You're in, this whole, you're in your whole business for like 12, 13, 14 bucks. You're not into it at that level, then don't fucking talk about it. Prove it to yourself. That's it. It's the only person you're trying to prove it to, you know? And so I choose to play the game versus participate. So, all right, I'll see you. Thank you.